0: Conservative. Good evening. We're starting tonight with um Mem uh, and we'll be learning much of Mem Ches as well. Um, is that right? Where are we starting? Yeah, that's right. We're learning Mem and Mem Aleph. We're about halfway down on Mem and Aleph, starting with Masiv Rav Mari. As some background, we've been discussing a machlokis between Rabbah and Rav as to whether or not we hold of a principle called Ho'il is the theoretical concept of if I could have found a way to be lenient, even if I don't use it now, can I use it now? Yes or no. That was the machlokas there. Um, to find that, that machlokas, mm-hmm. it's one-third of the way down. In <clears throat> and I'll just reread their machlokas because it will be the primer for, uh, for tonight. And uh, the b'risa says, <clears throat> a third of the way down. <clears throat> if someone cooks from Yantiv to the weekday, of da amar loke. Rabba Amar Eino lokeh, and Rav Chizda held that uh, it was loke because we don't hold a poil. And <coughs> Rabba held that we do hold a poil. So with that as our background, the Gemara is going to ask a question halfway down, M'Zayin, and Aleph, let's get started. Masiv Rav Mari, Rav Mari asks a question from a source in the Tanayim. Sh'te <speaking> Alechem, lechem the lechem that was brought on <in> Shavuos. Lo Pachos mishnayim velo yoser al shlosha. It's either eaten on day two or on day three from the time that it was baked. Ketat, what are the logistics? Says the Gemara, Nefos Erev Yom Tov, it's going to be baked on Erev Yom Tov. Nechalos, the Yom Tovishnayim. And that means that on the next day it's going to be eaten. That's two days. Very good. Chal Yom Tovlios Achar Shabbos. What happens if if Shavuot falls out on Sunday? So then it's baked on Friday. Nechalos. Um, it's Nechalos uh, the Yom Tov shlosha, Then it's eaten on the third day, and that's how we would get today. Today's two and three. The fish Tov. Because the halacha is that the baking of the alechem it cannot be um, it cannot be done on Yom Tov or Shabbos. It says the Gemara. I don't understand. The Gemara says if what you're saying, Rav Chizda, is true. Rav Chizda yesterday told us an idea that tzorche Shabbos nasim Yom Tov. The midah oraisa. One is allowed to cook from Yom Tov into a Shabbos. Technically speaking, midoraisa, it's allowed. We have a it's allowed. We have an Isser Dirab in place, and that's overridden by Eruv Tabshilin, which is how we hold Halachalam Isa. So it says the Gemara, If according to Rav Chizda, it's true that technically speaking, Midor one is allowed to prepare for Shabbos on Yom Tov, then Hashta, the Shabbos be Yom Tov Shari. If we know the midoraisa, you can cook from Yom Tov to Shabbos, then the Yom Tov be Yom Tov meboya then for sure you should be able to cook on yantif for yantif. Obviously, that should be true, says the Gemara, shiny hasam, the case is different. Why do we not allow for the shete alechem to be cooked, because to be baked on Shabbos? Because it's not for you. And the halachos of malachas nefesh only apply when it's for you. Shiny hasam, damar kralachem. The halacha is that, Based on the pasuk, the pasuk is "Zayom Arisho Mikra Kodesh, Zayom Ashvi Mikra Kodesh, Yet Lachem Kol Malecha Kol Malecha Lo Yasevahem Achasher Yachel Ol Ol Neveshul Levado Yasevahem." Pasuk in Shmos Yibes. So because it says Lachem, so when are you allowed to do Maleches Ol Ol Nevesh? That's when it's for your benefit. But if it's for the Gavoa, then it doesn't work. So Lachem, but not the Gavoa. And because the Shtei Alechem is for the Gavoa, not for you, so there is no heter of. So that's how he gets out of that question. Reb solves that problem rather easily. Okay, but what about according to Reb Ben Gamliel? Ule Rashbag, Ben Askan, as Yom as Yom According to Rashbag, he says it is mutter to do it on Shabbat, on Yom Tov, to prepare on Yom Tov for the Shtei Alechem. So my what then would you say, Reb So it says the Gemara. lok, Lachem, Lachem He learns the word Lachem in a different way. The, the original shita said lachem below the and therefore we said that the only isser is going to be, the only time we have a heter of Malechis ochl nefesh is when it's for you, but not when you're making the lechem for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But the other drusha is that of Abishol, and Abishol says, what does the word lachem mean? lachem nachrim. But yes, for gvoa, it, be be, it would still be mutter. So there's a machlokas talim, how to understand the word lachem, and that influences whether or not we say that the Malechis ochl nefesh applies on Yontif, for the Shete Alechem, yes or no. Sholach Le'Rav Chizda le'Rabba. Rav Chizda sent a uh, a question to Raba, V'yad Rav Acha Bar Rav Huna. And he did so uh, with a messenger of Rav Acha Bar Rav Huna. Mi Amrin Ho'il. Do we really say Ho'il? And then says the Gemara, I'll show you why we don't say Ho'il. Because of the following case scenario, not recommended to do. V'hatanad, the Mishnah writes, Yesh Choresh, tell him, Echad, v'chayav anolem, Mishum Shmona Alavin. There is a person who could plow one, uh, one mound of the, of the ground, one field, mm-hmm. one little piece of, of, of earth, and, and you can violate eight different laven. Now remember our question. The question was, do you really hold a hoil? And we'll see why in a moment, why that's difficult. Number one, if you are hachoresh b'shor v'chamor, that's a violation of kiloi behema. You're not allowed to have a shore and chamor um, work the field together. That's kiloy behima. That's isser number one. So you, you plowed with those animals. V'hein muktashin. You can't use them because they were muktash. V'kiloyim b'keren. And that which you're plowing is Asr because it's two types of vegetation that can't be planted together. Tapa memzayin and And v'shviz. It's a shvis here. And it's biyomtov. Good job. You're knocking off as many serum as you possibly can. vinazir, abhisatumah. This is like like the perfect scenario of everything wrong. You can get up to eight different isurim. So it says the Gemara. But 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 you said you hold of hoil. But vei amrin on hoil. If in fact we would say that we hold of Hoel, then something doesn't make sense here. Then acharisha lo lechayiv. If you hold of if you hold of uh, hoil, then you should not be Chayev on Choresh in this case. Why hoil vechazi dam Because in theory, remember what hoil is. It's a theoretical loophole. I don't even have to utilize it; it just has to exist, theoretically speaking. Had I shechted a chicken, I would have a mitzvah kisui adam, and I could move some dirt around, and I, and I would not violate choreish because it's for the mitzvah kisui adam. So maybe I wouldn't violate choreish under the circumstances. The only way that works, though, is if you is if you would say hoil. But you, it says you violate choreish, which means that you don't hold of hoil. It's a good argument because there is a theoretical scenario where you can move the dirt, and that is when it comes to the mitzvah Kisoy adam. So that's a good kasha. So answers the Gemara. Amara, <speaking in Hebrew> We're talking about stones that are very sharp, and they can't be used for kisui hadam. So your question falls away. Says the Gemara. But <speaking> the <in Hebrew> But I could I could still crush them. I could still grind them up. Really, you can grind up stones on Shabbos. Ask the Gemara. Really? Uktisha <speaking in Hebrew> mishari. How can that be? Says the Gemara. There is a way to do it. It's the <speaking in Hebrew> coast do Raisa, Technically speaking, I could, in a kala way, I could grind them up in a in a kalah har yad way. Uh, in which case, the question is back on the table, which is, do you hold of oil or do you not hold of oil? Says the Gemara, no. The case that we're dealing with with the plowing on the ground is Bitsunma. It's with rock. The ground is not uh, the ground is not soft at all. It's not nothing that can be used for kisuyadam, so, Says the Gemara, that's not possible because we're talking about kilay hakaram. We said we're talking about things that actually growing, growing vegetation. Vegetation doesn't grow out of rocks. You're going to tell me that your rock formations can grow things? That's that's not the case. Says Gemara. Well, well, really, it's milamala. The top layer is is dirt is rock, and tichuach It's very soft dirt underneath. So says Gemara. Well, good. Then Then we should have said that a person could have dug to get the afar to do kisuy adam. The that it must be that uh, that you don't hold of wheel. Says Gemara. Okay, let's let's try and find a better answer than this case of. Uh, then uh, this case that we entered here with the Avonimikorzalos, Elo Amar Mar Ba Ravashi, Bettina we're talking about clay but a very liquidy type of clay that's not meant for growing anything. That's what Rashi points out on the side Bettina Bar who? What are you talking about? You're saying that it's not rowy for for kisui uh, adam because it's tina because it's very liquidy type of clay how can that be but what we said we were talking about a case of kiloya kerem that was what the mishnah was talking about when it said you violate eight isurim in a row in one moment it says the but tina barzrihu no is bimusunsa. we're talking about a little bit of a thicker form of clay that is a good version of um of growth however it's not susceptible for kisui adam it's not not wrong word it's not usable for kisui adam because it's not dirt it's not dirt, it's actually some type of clay, which you cannot use for kisoya adam, problem solved. We're about a quarter of the way down. done, the Gemara is going to continue with another question. Abaye asks the following question. Avaeh always from the Tanaim. And here, uh, this is a Gemara in Beitza. The Gemara asks as follows. Check that out. You cook a Gid HaNashe with milk, an Yantif, and you eat it loke chamesh, You violate five isurim. What are they? Loke mishum mevashel gid biyomto. Right? Why is that an isur daraisa? Because you can't eat it, so your cooking has no value. Good. The loke mishum ochel gid. The gid anash is itself an isur daraisa. Ve-loke mishum mevashel baster Just cooking basr b'chalav is an isur daraisa because the Torah says gid three times? Once for bishul, once for Achil, once for hanam. The lokem ishum Ochel Basar Bachalov separate Isir, right? So we're up to number four. And last but not least, the lokem havar. Those are the five isserim So says the Gemara, eam Rinan, Hoil. Had it been that we really said Hoil. Had it been that we really use these theoretical loopholes, then Ahavara lo lichayet. It should have been the case that you shouldn't have been, been in violation of Havara of lighting a fire because de chazi I easily could have lit that fire for myself. So the fact that I lit it for something else is not relevant. I shouldn't be me for that. I shouldn't be Chai Malkos. So why is this the fifth of the Isurim in this case where someone cooked the Gidhan on Yom Tov and ate it? Why? I don't understand. It, it shouldn't be an its if you hold a four wheel. Omar lei, you're right. From the list of the five, we need to remove Havara as one of them. The Ayil Gidhanasha shall Nevela. And we need to replace it with the Gidhanasha, not of a regular animal, but that of a Nevela, a different animal that's not Shechted properly. Says the Gemara, that can't be. Because look at the type of Isser that we're replacing. Havara is a question of how you cook it. But Nevela is a question of Achila. And that's what the Gemara picks up on right here, two-thirds of the way down. no. R- Ravchiyah looked at this Mishnah, at this Bryce, actually, and he said, of the five Isurim, here's how they're broken down. Loken so two of them have to do with Achila. The shall be shulo, and three of the five have to do with how you cook it. But the eisa, if you're going to replace Havara with nevela, then you've shifted the balance from two on Achila and three on Vishal, to three of them on Achila and two on Bishal. And that, the Gemara says, can't happen. The if you do switch, Havara, for Gida, then Then three of these serum are now on Akhila because one of them was Havara, which is how to cook it. And you switched it to Navela, which is an Isser of Achila. So that doesn't work out according to Reb Khiya. Therefore, says the Gemara, a second possibility. What is the second possibility of the isser of havara we have to replace it so says the gemara uh we're two-thirds of the way down yes we should still remove havara from the list of the five things of when a person cooks in in uh, in milk so says the gemara apik havara the ayel atse muktza put uh, muksa, put wood in there that's muksa. that should be the fifth isser del Raisa. the question should be ringing off of our ears Muksa is not an isser del Raisa. so asks the gemara Answers the Gemara, yes it is. Amar um, they in says in Daraisa. Wow, <laughs> that's a little bit of a wild cheetah. We certainly do not pass in that way. Right, right, right. But we, we actually learned then there were some minor applications, but not the way we keep it. But here, this is intense. Yeah, that, that's a very intense sheet. And in fact, the Gemara proves itself to because the Gemara brings a pasuk, a reference of preparing. And it's rooted in the Yisrael D'araisa of we see that it's in Isra Amar He says, back to him, no way. You yourself told me in the following frame. You asked a question from Rav Chizda. Some say you asked from Rav Normally, they had the Korbanos tamid all prepared, ready to go. But let's say that you brought one out from the field. It was not It was not Hukzala that Mitzvaso. That Korban Tamid was not, it wasn't a Korban Tamid. It was a regular animal that was walking around. You're like, oh, we need this for a Korban Tamid. Let me go grab that from the field. So says the Gemara, is that even allowed to happen? Are you allowed to take a korban timing that's not checked? Normally, we have four days of preparation. We make, for the, we make sure there's no mumin. We make sure there's no blemishes. So what's the din in this case? You take one, an that animal that's grazing out in the field. <speaking> in <Hebrew> you said the following drasha. A multi, uh, I'll read the Pasuk, and then we'll analyze in many parts of the Pasuk. The Pasuk reads, it says a Pasuk in Yechazkel. The Pasuk reads, it says, Vese' <speaking in Hebrew> One, se from the tzon, from the sheep, minha, from, from the animals, minha masayim, from the one and two hundreds, mimashke Yisrael, from a liquid that Yisrael can drink, uh, lemincha u shlamu mecha alehem new So we have to figure out what this Pasuk is talking about. So here are all the drushes that are relevant to us. Se when the Pasuk in Yechezkel says se, it teaches us about a korban tamid, below ha that it doesn't apply, you cannot use a bechor for the uh, tamid korban. Achas, what does the word pasuk mean when it says the word achas? It says se achas. It means below below Meiser. It can't be the tenth one. It has to be one of the ten, but not the tenth one. You can't use a Meiser for uh, for the korban tamid. Min tzon, It has to be from tzon. The lomin The palgase was an animal that was in development between the fate the stages of keves and Ayal And because but in between the stages of keves and Ayal so therefore it's not eligible for a korban. Turning to the top of memches. Amud olive. Says the Gemara. Min Rashi here points out we're switching gears now. Rashi says we're talking about the, the wine libations that were used in the Mikdash for korbanos. Mimosar, mimosar meos We're talking about something that is an appropriate measure of two hundredths. So let's say that a little bit of orla. Falls in, but the ratio is greater than 200. We're good to go. So let's say you have 205 units of good wine and one unit of orla falls in. The halacha is that it's still fine. It's a one in 200 ratio. Um, this has nothing to do with our needs for the gemara, but we are finishing off the brisa. Um, it's not a brisa. We're finishing off a sta- an, an analysis of the pasuk here. But it says the gemara. Either way, m'mashke Israel, it has to be a drink. a muterli israel has to be a drink. It has to be wine that can be used by Jews. Mikan, amru, You can't bring wine libations on the mizbeach if they are tevel, if they have yet to be tithed. And then says the Gemara, this is where we come back to our topic. Yachol lo yavi Maybe we should have thought you are not allowed to bring an animal from from muksa. Amris, here's here's the svara. So why not? Ma tevel gufo What's the reason why the wine didn't work when it was tevel? It's be'etzem, problematic. That food is usher to eat. Avkol she'isr gufo garamlo. This is true of all things that have an inherent isr, which you cannot use. Yatsa muksa isr gufo garamlo. Ela isr davar garamlo. But muksa, muksa is not inherently usher. Muksa on a Tuesday is fine. Orla on a Tuesday is not fine. But there's no muksa on a Tuesday. That's exactly what the Gemara is saying. The Gemara says that that which is precluded from being in the Parashas and being used as for the uh, Korban time, it has to be something which is inherently problematic. Muksa is not inherently problematic. It's only a problem on Saturdays. Otherwise, it's mutter. So that's what the Gemara says. You might have thought, Havamina, that maybe we would assume that you cannot bring Muksa, says the Gemara, Yatza Muxa. It's not true by gufo garamlo. It's only because of Shabbos that it's Asr. But really, there's nothing wrong with Muxa. There's nothing wrong with the animal. It's only the context in which the animal is found, which is, Shabbos, and we didn't prepare that animal for the Korban Atamid. So it says the Gemara, the e Amris Isr de If you really hold that Muksa is Din de then I don't understand. Mali isr gufo, Mali isr The distinction of an isr gufo, an inherent problem like orla, like a food that like tevel. That's an inherent problem. You cannot make that distinction on a Torah level. That's not, that's not the way that it works. You can make the distinction on a rabbinic level that there's a difference between that which is inherently usher or like orla and tevil, versus that which is only contextually usher like muksa. Because again, on Friday and on Sunday, there's no problem with the muksa. It's just on Saturdays that it's a problem on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, you cannot hold that muksa is the raya. And furthermore, we have another problem with this Gemara, and that's as follows. It says the Gemara, ten lines down. You said that on, on Yom Tov itself, we don't distinguish between different Isurim that are done. It should be only lumped into one Isur. So, no matter what, this Sheetah is very difficult to understand. And therefore, we we turn to our third issue. Our third possibility of replacing Havara. remember what we're talking about, is that we have a case whereby a person who cooks Gid Hanasheh in milk on Yom Tov, and he ate it, would get five Yisurim, and we said it can't be that Havara is one of them, it must be that you don't hold a oil because if you held a oil Havara would be Mutter. So we tried two approaches as what to switch out Havara with. Here's approach number three, says the Gemariah, we should remove we should remove the, uh, the word Havara, the Yisra of Havara from the five. In the case of the Gidhan that's no longer one of the five. The aisle, and we should replace it with Atzei Asherah, that the wood that you're burning is Atzei Asherah. As harase, the actual formal warning that there's an isra Lav in Malkos, that's what the word Azhara means here, that you're being warned formally by the Torah. Mehacha is based on the Pasuk, that you're not allowed to benefit from it at all. Fine. So says the Gemara, that doesn't work either, because if you say that it's Atzei Asherah that replaces Havara, then we wouldn't have five Yisra, we'd have six, because there's a secondary Isra that comes about when you use the Atzei Asherah. There's a secondary, this is a, a reference to an isur Hana that you're getting hana from the atzei That's for sure not allowed. It's for sure not allowed. So if that's the case, says the Gemara, that should be a second iserah d'oraisa, not only the usage of, but the hanah of, and that would not be five iserim. You can't replace havara with atzei because that would lead us to six iserah d'oraisa and not five. So that doesn't work either. And therefore, the Gemara concludes by uh, its final answer, and then we will uh, continue with a, um, uh, a connected topic. Ella says, the Gemara, a quarter of the way down, what's our last answer? Remember the five isurim We're talking about uh, the five isurim when you cook Gira um, with Chalav, on Yom Tov, and you eat it. says, the Gemara, ve'ayel What we're talking about as the fifth isur is atse hektish. Now, the most important thing that we're talking about here is once you remove Havara from the five isurim, the whole question falls away. What we were trying to do is to ask on the the opinion that says that there is no hoil. Because if we have Havara, then There's no reason why you can't say ho'il. So the Gemara is saying, you're right, it wasn't havar, it's another iser. So here's the final answer. There's the wood of hek'tish. Here's the iser de'oraisa source about utilizing hek'tish in the wrong way. It says, That's the pasuk. So fine, we solved our our question against the shita that held that there's ho'il. And uh, let us continue with the Gemara. We're about uh, six, seven lines into the wide lines. Omar, Rami Barchama. Uh, we had actually learned two different sets of machlokos. We learned about Rab and Rav Chizda, machlokos of whether or not we hold ho'il. We also saw one in the Tanaim, and we saw this machlokos Tanaim, and we're not sure as to whether or not they're the same. So I'm a Rami bar Rami bar says, Rav Chizda, Rabba, Machlokos, Rabbi Eliyaz and Rabbi Maybe we should say that the machlokas between Rav and Rav Chizda, one holding that we say ho'il and one holding that we do not, that is the same as the machlokas of Rabbi, Elez, Rabbi Eliezer Rabbi Yoshua, Rabbi Eliezer savar amreen and ho'il, Rabbi Eliezer was of the opinion that we say ho'il, Rabbi Yoshua savar lo Armeen, and Hoyl. Maybe we should compare Rav and Rav Chizda to Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua. So the Gemara presents two rejections to this comparison, and here is rejection number one. Maybe the only time Rabbi Eliezer says that there was ho'il is when you're putting in all the loaves of bread and you haven't been mafresh yet, any one of those could have been mutter to you because it could have been that the truma was a different loaf than the one you're looking at. So, therefore, it always could have been mutter. Therefore, he says ho'il over there. Uh, because they're all chazi, in our case of the orchen de la orchen hu de chazi, he already ate dinner, the Mephorshim points out. So therefore, the food's not even relevant to him. Therefore, maybe in such a case, and therefore, the cases are not comparable. That's rejection number one, as we try to compare the machlokas of Rab and to the machlokas of Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yoshua. And Omar of Shisha, he says that there's another reason why you can't compare Rab and Rabbi to the world of Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua, because, says the Gemara, the Dilma uh, Lohi, maybe the comparison's not a good one, maybe Rabbi Yoshua would say that, um, that the only time that he w- that the reason why we don't say ho'el is because it's truma and it's fit for no one. lola di for nobody. Abal dechazi mihas la'orchen. Here, maybe the people could actually eat something. Even if you can't, the people can eat something. Ema hachanami, amrin and ho'el. Maybe they would agree. So the Gemara says that we cannot compare the two. But that led to a problem because when this story was repeated in front of Rav Yirmiya and Rav Zeira, Rabbanan <speaking in Hebrew> Rav and Kibla, Rav actually did accept the comparison between Rabbi and Rav Chizda to the uh, similar machlokas with Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Rabbi Zera, lo kibra, lo, lo kibla. He did not accept it. So Amar Lei Rabbi Yirmiyah and milsa de kashila and va'asi kama shanei b'may pligi Rabbi Rabbi Yeshua. We've been fighting about this for years. The comparison between Rabbi and Rav and Rabbi Eliezer. We never understood where the machlokas came from. We finally have pshat hashda amru mishmade the Gavra Rabbah. Now we have in the name of, uh, of it was it started out in the name of Rami Barhama who made this comparison. Now that Rami Barhama is saying this, he's the gaver rabba alone. why are you not willing to accept the comparison? Maybe it's Taka true that Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Eliezer are the predecessor, the they're, they're progenitors of the sheet of rabbin or chizda. So says the Gemara, Omar Le, Hechi Akbilah. How can I possibly accept this? To Tanina, we have a Brysa that says, Omar Le, Rabbi Yoshua, Lidvarecha, over Mishum, There's a Brysa that says that they said to Rabbi Yoshua that according to your Shita, you're going to violate the Malacha of Lo sase kol malacha, and he didn't even respond. So how can I say that it, it all works out? He didn't even respond. He, he left the question hanging, which shows that he seemed to not have an answer. The Isa, if in fact it's true what he holds, then lema mm-hmm. taima And he should have said, No, I hold of wheel. That's why it's not an Isr Raisa. Why didn't he say that in the Brisa? So by his by, by his silence, we learned his shita, and therefore I can't say that the comparison is correct. He must not really hold of Hoil. Omar Lay, they said back to him two-thirds of the way down, and with this argument we will close. Um, Omar lei and according to you, Ha detani Nabi that which we learned in the Brisa, Amar Lo Rabbi Akiva Dvarecha Haray Over Mishum By Rabbi Mansay. Someone said to Rabbi uh, Rabbi Eliezer, "Wait a minute! According to you, you might violate By Rabbi Mansay." Veshasikway, and he said nothing. Hachanami Dulo Ahaderle. He didn't give an answer at all. So it says the Gemara, There was an answer actually given to this, just not in the same location. It wasn't in the Brisa. His answer was shown later in a, in a Mishnah, maybe even earlier. We don't know when the Brisas were written exactly. That's not. What did it say in our Mishnah on the top of men, there we said this line, This is not the concern. But why didn't he say that in the Brisa? But this works, this answer works. Mm -hmm. Maybe the answer does work. He just, uh, he was quiet in the Brisa and he gave a real answer in the Mishnah. Maybe the same is true here. And maybe he would give his answer in another location and maybe it really still is comparable. So the Gemara, we'll we'll pause here, but the Gemara is a little unclear as to whether or not, as to really why Rav was having a hard time accepting Rami Barham's comparison of the Machlokas between Rabbi Nefriza in the Amoraim and Rabbi Elizabeth Yeshua in the Tanaim. And we will stop here at Tanya. Rabbi Omer will pick up on Shabbos Tashem from the bottom of Mamchasim and Aleph, wishing you all a beautiful day. Bye, Bye, Bye.